Welcome into the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show, featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! You're gonna go out of here as the Big Eight Tournament Champion. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Jake Bakovin in studio with you here as we wrap up the season. One final time, we'll do the Hoops postgame show here on 93.7, the ticket for the season. Uh, I want to thank Action, Electric, Plumbing, Heating, uh, AC. They've, they've been with us all year long as our, our show sponsor, so thanks to them once again. Uh, I wanted to get that out before we get rolling here. We have about 20 minutes uh, on the clock uh, before we have to get out. I know it's a little bit late. Uh, the game ended a few Hours ago, but hopefully you've been able to collect your thoughts and, and can chime in with us. 402-464-5685. That's the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Start him in text line. Same thing. 402-464-5685. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but uh, you can't call in right now because we do have Strick on the phone. Strick's uh, kind enough to stay up late. I know it's getting kind of late out there in the East Coast. But, of course, it's an important game uh, as it ends the season for Nebraska. They lose 71-69, a game in which they had as much as a 50 15-point lead, a 14-point lead at halftime, uh, and everything just kind of fell apart. So, Strick, thanks for staying up with us. And uh, I, I guess what are what are your opening thoughts here on the, the season-ending uh, loss tonight at the Big Ten Tournament for Nebraska? Well, I would say for me, it felt like it was a tale of two halves. And it reminded me a lot. And the best metaphor that I could have come up with was the Batman the, the, the criminal element called Two-Face. That's what it felt like. There was a smooth side of Two-Face. He looked good. He was handsome. You know, everything was real kosher with him. And then there was the other side of Two-Face that was real ugly and it was real nasty. The first half they came out, they were, they were very uh, active. They were cutting. It was, it was a, you know, very cohesive. They played as a team. Uh, passed the ball, everything was crisp, and uh, got out to a good lead. And it just seemed like coming out in the half, first it started kind of right before the half, but after the half it was real ugly. It looked like the old Huskers again, you know, trying to do it on my own. And I'll give you a great metaphor, I mean a great picture of it. It It was two parts that I saw that just really spelled what was happening out there. Uh, Alonzo Verge makes a nice drive into the paint. He tries to get to the basket, and Bryce McGowan is wide open, and he throws up some kind of running shot, and it it's oh, it just it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so then there was another part late in the game to win the game. You drive to the basket, and Kobe had just hit one not too long ago in the corner. Trey McGowan's driving the basket on the whole Northwest. Everybody from You still there, Strick? Uh, Strick, can you hear us? Maybe we can uh, give Strick a call back there. I think we – oh, there you are. I'm only giving you two parts. I was only giving you two parts. It was multiple times where this happened. 
But nonetheless, they took the L tonight. They shouldn't have taken the L, but a lot of it was because they reverted back to the old Husker team that we had seen all season. Yeah, and it was really interesting because they went to that zone defense. It sparked a 14 nothing run and then just kind of played out the whole second half like that. Um, really affected Nebraska. They didn't shoot all that well from beyond the arc, uh, weren't able to make the adjustments. I think you could tell that Bryce wasn't 100%. Um, and, and then, you know, but all that all that being said, they they just really played really crisp early. The first half had a 28-6 to lead for points in the paint. They were getting a lot of points in transition. They just looked like they were the team that we've seen over the last three games. That switch to zone really threw them off. Now, it's not an excuse for on the other end where they give up 46 points in the second half but uh what can you say about that i mean a defensive switch um to me kind of that's where i saw the change in the ball game great coaching move great coaching move by them i mean you know nebraska was having their way with them and he switched it up he made an adjustment and it worked for him it got them an opportunity to uh get into the game boo boo steps up really big late um, you know, Adi stepped up really big late. So they, it seemed like they came out and they had a conversation in the locker room and they came out just really energetic. Uh, they got after them. They, they took Nebraska out of their offense and it was like they panicked. It was like, you know, it, it, it's like when you're in a swimming pool and you can't swim and the next thing you know, you're, you start panicking. And that's what it seemed like. It just seemed like nothing was a flow. Everything was 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 rushed or hurried, or uh, there was they, they just tried to do too much on their own, and it just didn't work out. And and that's what happens sometimes when when the adversity hits. But in the past, what they've been doing is they've been, you know, they they handled it. They made the right plays, and and it and it just when it wasn't hitting, they kind of started reverting back. You know, I got to do it. I got to do it, and it just didn't work for them tonight. Yeah, it was uh, it was unfortunate. I know there's a lot, a lot of uh, complaints to go around about the officiating and and some of the things that went on. But ultimately, uh, you know, when you have a 14 point lead up to a 15 point lead and you blow it, I suppose you just have to kind of look back in the mirror and see, you know, the problems that, that they had. And, and, and you're right. They really couldn't get things going in the second half. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can describe hero ball and it's, it's just every guy wanting to be the hero. Um and I, I think I don't know if, if it's it was necessarily a selfish thing there at the end. It was just um, it, it, every guy wanted to be the guy to get out of the rut for Nebraska because there wasn't maybe an obvious go to guy after Verge. They had two two chances basically to take the lead down the stretch or at least tie the ball game. And one was a Verge out of control, um, run into the paint and he got, and ended up getting a charge. And then the next one, of course, at the end, Trey McGowan's as you were pointing to Kobe Webster was open in the corner, but uh, you know, maybe it was just, he had seven seconds left to go full court. Maybe he thought that the, the time was less than that, or, you know, sometimes that gets in your head that you're thinking it's, it's a little bit quicker, but they definitely could have had better attempts. And uh, I know some people are kind of questioning, um, you know, Fred Hoiberg called the timeout kind of leading into that. Not calling the timeout. Yeah. Something. Absolutely. Well, well, what I will say is as, as as a mature player that Trey is now, right? Yeah, you've got to know that they're not going to. There's no one in basketball in that scenario late, whether it's late clock or late for game winner. They're not letting you get a layup. 
Yeah. And the referees are not going to bail you out diving in there. You've got to know that. You So unless you're able to, if you have enough time, you've got to either get to mid-range. This is what you've got to be telling yourself. These are the games you got to play in your head. This is the other part about birds. I said, I'm, I'm like, you've got to understand. You've got to get to mid-range. You've got to think mid-range floater. You can't think all the way to the basket because that's what they know you do. So you've got to change it up. They just haven't figured that out. They haven't. They, I, I don't understand it, but they just haven't figured out that teams aren't going to allow you to get layups. They had everybody in the paint. You tried to bail out. You've got to make the pass. It's, it, it's, you've got to draw to make the pass and just trust that somebody's going to make the shot. And that's the problem is, at the end of the day, they don't trust. They don't fully trust. And, and, and that's what causes you to do that. Yeah, and it was, it was just an interesting night as we run down the stats here. Verge, uh, again, with one of his, I'd say at, the, at these last Final Four games that he played in a Husker uniform, maybe his best four-game stretch. Um, you know, he's had other, you know, flashy points, but putting it all together here at the end, 21 points, um, just three turnovers tonight, four steals, nine assists, seven rebounds, really a stat stuffer, seven of nine from the free throw line, seven of 13 from the field. Um, so he closes out his Husker career Um you know, playing well and playing closer to that point guard role, I think that they wanted early on. Less over penetration at times. Of course, in the second half, um, no, I mean they had like an eight-minute scoring drought, so it got to the point where you know everybody was trying. Uh, you get back into the ISO ball and and and, and you know just sloppy play altogether. Uh, attempts to take, yeah. you know, and, and and you know it's not always. Bad plays sometimes, you know, attempting to take charges. What did you? I, I know the last game out, we, we kind of there was a fair complaint about officiating. This game, I think you haven't once again to a degree. I never like to be that guy. And I said, ultimately, again, when you have a 15 point lead and you lose it, that's on you. At the same time, Bryce McGowan is getting slapped on the head going to the hoop and not getting foul calls. Um, Derek Walker gets a, a foul, you don't know, a technical. I don't, he must have said something under his breath that was uh, very alarming. That or it was just one of the, another of those looks that uh, obviously Verge got last game out of technical foul. Meanwhile, Boo Booey can dance and uh, do the LeBron stomp and stare at the Nebraska bench and do whatever he wants, it seems like, without getting a technical foul. So I I don't know. Again, I don't want to blame Big Ten officials for this one. We, as, as a Nebraska fan base, I think we go to that well a little bit too often. But I, I still not not sure if it was a 50-50 called game tonight. Yeah, I you know I'm I'm yeah again, I'm not going to say a few issues or a few plays changed the dynamic of this game, but because the overall body of it in the second half just wasn't wasn't good quality ball and 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 it showed and, and unfortunately you come up short and they did as you can see the reason why they pulled that game out is they executed. When it came time to get a good play or a good set, he called the timeout. He called the yeah. timeout. He got him a good play, and as you can see, each time they got something good out of it. So um, I know the ones that they did. You know, they got, they got one uh, for Bowie, and I think they got another one for Nance. And and they they just made some solid plays tonight. And and they out and they did the rebounding thing. They didn't rebound and secure the the bag when it was needed and necessary. When you needed a rebound, they didn't have nobody. So if I'm Fred Hoiberg this 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 uh this next recruiting season, 
I'm going looking for a Dennis Rodman type. I'm going looking for a Charles Oakley type. I'm I'm looking for that beast guy that's just going to dominate. And and if that's all he does, I'm going to get one of them. You know, because yeah. they need somebody that's going to just, you know, if you just put him in for a four-minute stretch and just stay bored and push, you know, and run and get layups, I'm looking for that guy because they that's one thing, that's one element that they're missing right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a problem all year long, and it's frustrating as it came down to that in the second half. I mean, how many second-chance points did Northwestern have? You know, they're never – not always – blocking out the best or, or any of that. They just wanted it more, and you could see it. And, uh, you know, I hate to go to that. I hate the, the effort thing. I hate the, the, the want to. Um, but it just kind of shows because Northwestern was getting all the loose balls on the rebound. It was bouncing their way every way. They're getting second-chance opportunities. And this was part of the collapse for Nebraska. Of course, they had that big lead. Um, and then, of course, again, well, like I said, Northwestern switched to zone. They couldn't figure it out. And then it just seemed to lead to more frustration on the defensive side where you give up 46 points in the second half, and particularly in rebounding where it just it, – it's it's not that they weren't boxing out again. I think they've been doing a better job of that as the season's gone on. It's looked better than it had early in the season where there wasn't a whole lot of boxing out a lot, a lot of times, just a lot of standing around. Um, but tonight you could really see the want to from Northwestern as they were fighting to get back into that game, basically getting every 50-50 ball, um, especially on the offensive end. They finished with 11 offensive rebounds tonight. That more than doubles Nebraska's. Yes, and that and that, that tells it right there. They had a little bit second half more want to, where they didn't have it in the first half. They had it in the second half, and ultimately they had enough to pull it out to win the game by two at the end of the day. Yeah, and while we're looking at uh, some other stats to, to go over, if you didn't watch this game or you're uh, trying to remember here, um, Derek Walker, what could be his final game in a Husker uniform, did do well. 16 points, two blocks, uh, steal and assist, and seven rebounds. He did foul out on that uh, charge call he took late. Um, I think that that was, or on the blocking call, he ended up getting there, uh, trying to draw the charge. I think that was a fair call. Like you said, um, you know, I don't want to blame this on the referees. There are a few questionable calls, but but this is a neutral site game, and Nebraska got nine more opportunities at the free throw line. So as much complaining as you can do about a call here and there, ultimately the free throw edge goes to Nebraska. Um, Latman in potentially his last game, uh, nine points, seven rebounds. Uh, but unfortunately, he had an opportunity as well where Verge just made a really nice pass. It was like the first half again where they were out in transition, made a really nice pass, and, uh, and Lat just couldn't handle it. So they had to end up kicking it out to, to Bryce. And missing a three, which he was he was off all night. So um, that was that was when they were going to tie the game, I think, or take the lead really late there. So if you're looking at at, at least to me at a, at a chance that was fumbled more than the others, and, and maybe you kind of put them all together, that kind of sticks in my mind with also the out of control um, kind of plays that that Virgin and and uh, McGowan's had there at the end too. But that's that's the frustrating part is they had their opportunities, they had their looks, and, and in in Latman's case, it was wide open. That's exactly right. They had plenty of opportunities. Uh, they, 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 it wasn't one opportunity. It was many opportunities. Um, I just, I just, I, I'm, I'm hoping that they can just correct some of these things. You would hate to see them come back, um, and even the ones that are coming back or the new players that are coming in, and this is a compounding thing that continues on into another season. Uh, you, you, that would just be very disappointing 
Um, you know, maybe there's some things that Fred would do different going forward. Uh, maybe he would call a timeout. I would have called probably a timeout because you want to get. I mean, you're 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 two points. You're right there. You you've got to either get something that's going to give you multiple options than a one option drive and dive to the basket. You've got to get a multiple option play and make sure everybody knows what's going on. Uh, if if you don't have this and it's not pure then there's that. You've got enough to make one shot fake and a drive, and you've got to get to the mid-range. Or, you know, you've got, you've got to have them to where they are just – they know and they're sure of what they're about to do. But uh, a come down and just, just dive, that, that's, a, that's a lot of trust that you're putting on a team that had trouble with areas of decision-making this year. So, uh, yeah. you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, quarterbacking from the, from the couch – and that's not what I'm trying to do, but, you know, in that situation with the team, KYP, knowing my personnel, knowing what's going on, and having watched games, I, I probably would have made sure um, that I got something a little bit better than that. Yeah, and just the fact that, they, you know, they're 10-22. and 22, They didn't have a whole lot of scenarios like this that they would draw something up. And I suppose when they did, it wasn't always pretty either. But, um, you know, like you said, kind of know your personnel um, Trey, you know, he's he's got his he's got he's certainly got his skills, and he played a heck of a game tonight, especially again on the defensive side. Seven rebounds, or excuse me, seven points, uh, five rebounds, and four steals tonight for Trey. But again, he's he is a guy that averages seven points a game. So when you're looking for that final shot, sometimes you want to have your best guys have the opportunity. Um, all that being said, if he would have kicked it to Kobe, I don't think anybody would have a problem with that either. So uh, you know, things get a little better. If he misses yeah. that shot, you know you've got the best shot or you're winning the game yeah that's exactly what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm saying you you know you you just got to cerebrally think about just scenarios and situations and understanding not only yourself your team but who else you're playing and how they're playing you you've watched verge go two and three times and they just literally compounded the pain and they just 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 you know just plugged up the paint so you know they're not letting you in there. And worst-case scenario, you have plenty of time to – if you can't get from free throw line to, to layup in, in less than three seconds, in like three seconds on a run, you're not, you're not, you're not doing very good. You should be able to get there. Any, you know, guys can get to the free throw line for a jumper in like two to three seconds. Right. Yeah. So you know you've got that. A kick to Kobe, a shot fake, and a and a step in. At worst, you still had enough time for. Him. So because obviously he loses the ball, the ball gets fumbled. He had enough time to fumble around with the other player and steal the bell. Uh, the uh, um, uh, the horn didn't go off. So there was plenty of time. But I guess in your mind, you you get sped up and you don't realize that there's 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 plenty of time like that and that's why I think a timeout is required yeah and that too even on the previous possession too I thought you know they kind of where where Alonzo ended up taking or yeah Verge had the charge is that they weren't moving fast enough I mean when you're when you're down you have the ball you don't want to milk the clock or or, you know get it down to the point you know I I think they would have taken the lead at that point because it ultimately uh was another free throw um so on Verge's charge I think they would have taken the lead if they would have got it too but it was just it was a little bit 
slow to getting there. And then obviously once he got there, a little bit of out of control. Um, wrapping up things here for Nebraska scoring column. Kobe Webster had eight points off the bench. Uh, C.J. Wilcher, not much of a factor tonight. Unfortunate because he's been one of the, the best players down the stretch for Nebraska. Foul trouble all night. Only 12 minutes in this game. One three-point attempt. Um, so that's something that Northwestern did really well. And, and, that, and part of the reason the zone was so effective is because Wilcher was in foul trouble the whole time. Uh, on Northwestern side, Boo Booey ended up having a good game. Six turnovers, a lot of those in the first half. Ended up hitting a, a stone-cold three there at the end. He led the Northwestern Wildcats with 16. Pete Nance with 14 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists for the son of Larry Nance, brother of Larry Nance Jr. He's been a pain in Nebraska's neck for the last couple of years, so we'll see if he's moving on uh, at the end of this. And, and Chris Collins, for what it's worth, might – I mean, he seems to have a job because of Nebraska. He, he At Northwestern, they don't have great records, but they beat Nebraska seemingly year in and year out. He's got a really good record. Uh, about a minute here, Strick, before we let you go, um, just kind of wrapping up your, your seasonal thoughts for Nebraska as this is our last postgame show as their season comes to a close here. Well, again, you you hope that they're able to <clears throat> first, you got to sell. You've got to sell and try to bring back as many of the pieces that you can because this is a real, really your first year that you really had a, a full team together without any COVID issues and all the things that were going on uh, with those different adjustments and then also coming in and taking over. So now you've got one of your, your good recruiting classes coming in. You've got to be able to take these lessons. Um, you did see some progression out of the team. It, it, was, it was sad to see them revert back when they really had it in, in tow. They could have really closed them out. And uh, they kind of reverted back. And, and you got to understand that uh, you build on leads by continuing to do the extra things. Whatever the extra thing is, especially either defensive or offensive, if it's the extra pass, if it's the extra dive, if it's the extra block out, whatever it is, you've got to do the extra thing. And then I'm hoping they can do that going forward as they get into a new season. He is Eric Strickland, Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. Strick, thanks for sticking, uh, staying up with us tonight and recapping the game. And thanks for sticking with us all year long as it has been a fun, uh, another fun season of Hoops Post Game Shows, but unfortunately it comes to a close. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Looks good. See you on the block. All right. Yeah, we'll be back on the block. There he goes, Eric Strickland, uh, Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. We'll be back on the block potentially for more time than we've had all week, we'll see what, if, what weather kind of messes up the state tournament. Hopefully it doesn't. Um, but either way, you're going to want to stick around because uh, we have a replay of Sunday morning pancakes. And uh, the guys had a special guest on this week, Husker quarterback Casey Thompson. So don't go anywhere. That's coming up next. Well, once again, thanks to everybody for having a great year with us here on the Hoops Post Game Show. We'll talk to you tomorrow.